welcome, welcome, welcome. We uh, started this one out a little mellower. Uh, uh, some music from Amy Cammy, who is one of our guests today. And uh, we'll end the show with something from Ben Sturgill. Keep putting out that the love for Ben's music and uh, his great energy. And thus far this year, you know, we started out talking about some resolutions and, and getting the body in shape. And then we talked with uh, Coco Vinny about, uh, about that cocoa love, about the good nutrients, about, you know, just, just good things in life and uh, making the planet a better place. And this episode, it's more of an inner reflection, you know, how to bring out the best in oneself. And uh, John and Amy Cammy are the guests. Amy, you've heard before, and you, you've heard some of her music. If if not, please go back and listen to that episode of the podcast, Conversations with Calcaterra. But we get in there. We talk a little bit. John starts out, he he's very philosophical, very poetic. Talks about a lot of things with the universe, about higher consciousness. And uh, he gets deep. He gets deep, and sometimes it's hard to keep up with, but it's it's very interesting. But then we break it down when we get into their Lotus Project. And what that is, it's a series of cards. Well, I say cards, but it's it's these discs in a card form. And uh, with that, there's these different sayings, different phrases. And, and it's it's wild how how when pulling those cards, it's, just, it's kind of in tune with your energy and just how the things work out. And so I'll go through through that for you to uh, to give an example of what that's all about. So I met with uh, John and Amy uh, a few weeks back, and uh, and with that, they uh, they walked me through it. They just had these cards. They've been putting this together for a number of years and, uh, and just put out these cards. Very cool, amazing design, really beautiful, and, uh, you know, really, um, just really deep, really prophetic. Uh, so with that, you know, we go through go through that to uh to show you to give you an illustration to give you a little bit of an experience with how this works and they're available for that so you can look on the show page find out more information from them but it's a longer episode but take a listen i think you're going to like it and you'll see how how this can help you dig deeper and learn more about yourself and uh at the end of the episode don't uh, don't fret. We're gonna have some more Ben Sturgill music, and I haven't decided what that song is at this time. So you're gonna hear it at the end. But as of this recording, you know I'm not sure. I'm not sure what really fits with uh, you know with what we're talking about here today. But Ben Ben definitely has that vibe. He's in tune. I believe he would he would love hanging out with John and Amy, and maybe maybe there's a chance to collaborate to put some harp into one of his songs. We'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good things going to happen this year. 2017 has started out well for me. Hope hope for you as well. And uh, just talked to Dr. Mark Holland the other night. We uh, checked out the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. That's another thing. Flea ends the concert talking about you know live your life with love. And you know I think he uh, he was yeah I was just buzzing from the great experience of the concert and uh, it was hard to hear, but. Uh, you know, he threw that out. He threw that out. Live your life with love. That's what John's spreading here. That's what Vinny's talking about. Q and Ola. You know, a lot of the guests that you've heard on the show, that's that's one of the themes. So hopefully we'll keep that up and just talk to some great people and bring them to you. So talking to Dr. Mark Holland, and we're looking to bring to you, I'm looking to bring to you, uh, part of him you know, supporting the show, I want him to give you some different tips on just health and wellness and just uh, if you get into an accident, what to do. Just things to protect yourself, things, knowledge that I think would be good that's related to his business and his practice. 
So we'll bring that out to you. You know, want to maybe bring uh, Kevin, have him. You've heard about Kevin a bunch of times. I want to uh, maybe bring him, have him say a few things about uh, the jewelry that he creates. John and Amy, they have uh, symbols that they use related to their work. And Kevin might be able to create something for them one day. But I want to want you to hear about what Kevin's up to and some of the different techniques he uses in creating. So just trying to bring more, a little more of a personal approach. So it's something I want to try. And uh, as always, you know, thank you to the sponsors. Got a little cold right now, so I'm just kind of dealing with that. But I want to uh, let you know about Dale's music. Dale's music, Greg Smith, amazing guy. He's always spreading the love. And uh, recently... Uh, some future guests that you're going to hear from, uh, Ronnie and Tiffany Notch. They've put together a great program to teach kids digital music, to learn to communicate with music, to learn to, you know, uh, put out that energy through music. With budget cuts to schools and education, uh, music and arts uh, programs are being cut. And, uh, you know, they're eliminated, and is, there's just not that opportunity for students, and it's so important. And at Dale's, Greg Smith is is a proponent of that. He's he's done a lot for the community over the past 20-so years. And uh, Greg's a good guy, man. He's, he's just like he wears his heart on his sleeve, and, you know, with that theme of love, he's putting it out there. So uh, check out if you have a, have a kid or even, you know, there's students 65, 70 years old that – you want to find something to do in life. They they never had a chance to play music. So they're there getting lessons at Dale's. So it's an amazing thing. You know, at some point, I need to find some time. I've always wanted to play music, but I have not. So, uh, you know, want to uh, want to check that out as well. So let's get to Amy and John Cammy here. You can find out more about me at KenCalcaterra.com. Find out more about them, AmyCammy.com. Uh, it's her website for her music, and you can also link to the great work that they're doing with this uh, this Lotus project. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm glad to have you here, and I enjoy putting out the show. And uh, in this one, you'll get a little more insight uh, through this through these discs. I reflect on some things about myself, and uh, hopefully, it's helpful. Without further ado, John and Amy Cammy. So here with Amy and John Cammy. Welcome back, Amy. You're a returning guest. Thank you. So it's great to have you. And John, last time you were behind the scenes, now we have you on mic. So I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. How are you? The shadow emerges. <laughs> yes. We let you out of your cage. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm coming into acknowledgement, coming to awareness, which is possibly the one aspect of ourselves that's coming to awareness for each and every one of us. At this time of change and metamorphosis from one thing to another so quickly, this shadow, that aspect that holds that sort of deep uh, continuum within us and doesn't want to really show itself very often in our consciousness, but is there holding on to all those old paradigms and beliefs that keep us from necessarily accepting change. And, uh, you know, this is the time for change because it's upon us. And it's upon us in a way that uh, very few had anticipated it coming so quickly. Yet technology and our own demands for a new social fabric that is emerging today with all of this communication, new communication systems, is truly taking us... uh, back a bit so so you're saying like with the change coming on what we're what we've been feeling the angst Mm. maybe the last 
decade or the last five years is, is part of this change and part of our consciousness evolving? Oh, it's part of our consciousness as well as our social interactions. I mean, we we have been, you know, not too long ago, I can count back as many years as I've been on this earth, which has been, you know, quite a few, uh, that there was a way of getting together with one another that has radically changed. I mean, we used to get together and play baseball and run around and play hide-and-seek and grow up with friends and go to parties and go to meetings and go to things like that, which were a connective to an individual with a personal, actual environment. I mean, it was we were very together. Now we've all become separated into these states of isolation where today it becomes a function of being on the internet or playing games that get collectively people from all over the world to participate in winning and losing. And, and, and radically, I see people at dinner tables with their cell phones or whatever that is, and, and they're texting and they're looking at things, not even talking to one another. The, the art of togetherness has become very separated by the very fact that technology and virtual reality is taking its place. So we have this technology, so virtual reality. I mean, in some cases, technology is created to bring us closer together, but uh, what you're saying is it's bringing us apart, or we're just not present when we're together? No, 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 that's not what I mean. It, it actually, it brings us, it brings more together. But it brings it together in an impersonal way where we can't really determine the subtle aspects, the emotional aspects, the physical aspects of the individual. Yeah, so those, those relationships you're saying are, are just, they're there, but they're just not as substantial, not as deep as the connection. Like we're here in the same room talking, which we, we could have done this, you know, via Skype or Google Hangouts or something else. But it's... For me, I like to be in in that room, present with with the people I'm talking with. It, to sum it up in, as simply as I can, it's just as simple of a, a greater human experience, a humanistic experience that we're missing. You know, this touching, this 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 being close to one another is becoming sort of a, a violation of our space, rather than a comfort of being in that space. And these dimensions of socialization have been coming radically changed by our own inability to understand uh, the how and why this is all happening to us at a rate that seems to be changing too soon for us to adapt to that aspect that we experience. I mean... <laughs> I, I'm I'm a luddite in many cases, and com, uh, when I confront my computer, I get anxiety stress when a new program comes in and alters my old patterns of behavior. And patterns of behavior have been uh, minim, I mean, pushed together to almost shorter, shorter periods of time to adjust to. Uh, from financing to making decisions, everything has to be fast, fast, fast. You don't have the time to really go down deep into the essence of what that problem is. And therefore, we're, we're, we're diminishing the moral factor of our being. Interesting. And Amy, you've I know you and John, you philosophize a lot. You're creating amazing music john john is your muse in in many 
aspects. <laughs> what? Uh, how do you feel towards this technology and these changes? I know you've talked about it a lot in private conversations. Well, for me, um, the gift of having lived with this brilliant man for 25 years um, is that he is he is a gifted visionary, and he was, for lack of a better term, he was shown so many wonderful, magical, um, and given so many experiences mm-hmm. um, from which we have manifested what we call um, origins, the origin methodology of self-discovery. And for me, I've lived that system of self-discovery for 25 years, and it has been a step-by-step um, one awareness, one connection at a time. So yes, time is feels like it's moving faster at an accelerated rate. Um, people have a hard time slowing down. They are losing connections to what's important to them and what they love and what they're here to share with the world. And so it, it takes conscious effort to create the space within your day, within the moment, within each awareness, to say, whoa, wait a minute, step back, get back into yourself. And I feel that what we are now introducing and sharing with people um, comes from this system of self-discovery and it offers an opportunity for people to, to see that energy of what's going on in my present through these inspired messages and archetypical symbols and this methodology that really lays out step by step um, a balanced perspective through we call them mandalas literally they're um, they're round cards for lack of a better description and there is a, a very um, sacred way to interact and connect with them as a reflection of your connection within yourself. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk a little bit more specifically about that. I, I think I like the subject that you broached uh, about time. I mean, it seems like things are going so fast, and I don't know if it's that's my perception of time as I get older. I, I hear things that people say the earth is spinning you know, on, on its axis a different way. Uh, what, what is your what is your thought on on time and why it seems like it's going so fast, John? Is this is this our perception it's, or is it, it, it real? It, it, it's inevitable. Uh, you know, time is a function of one's uh, hours and minutes and days and weeks and years, and we leave a lot behind in the process of speeding up this time. It's a it it, it becomes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, almost an abstraction, Uh, the minuteness of it, we leave a lot left that we don't feel. We leave a lot that we don't regard ourselves as a part of in the process. We become an object to time itself, as we are an object of time. I mean, we are born and we die. That's the spectrum of what we live in terms of our time. And there were times and times and times and times and times, billions and billions of times that were before that. 
And it took just a longer time for us to integrate this consciousness of being. It took almost 24,000 years right now. We stand at a threshold of a transcendence, not any longer seeking this self-esteem and this power and this glory, but a more spiritual connection to our being. If our whole spiritual desire is to be a part of this continuum into this infinity of endless time, ah, take a breath and realize that the continuum is the fecundity from which we came and that which we leave behind. It is now reached a peak of anxiety. All of us are feeling the angst and uncertainty of well, what's my next step? What do I do? How, how do I make these decisions that are so profoundly affecting my emotional state? Uh, why is this happening to me? No, the question should be asked, why are you allowing it to happen to you? Why are you not taking the time to take a moment and go deep inside the silence and ask yourself, for those answers that you have always been seeking. And those questions are easy. What do I love to do? What am I here for? Or even why am I here? You're, every one of us are part of a whole matrix of a community that is now become global. So we each must recognize that value that we have individually within that matrix and not let one thing, our one person, our one belief, our one nation, our one concept, pull us apart. We have to think in a more collective, humanistic, and loving way toward ourselves and everyone around us in order to reach that bliss, that tranquility that comes from that experience. We can't be fighting each other all the time. We can't be arguing with one another all the time. That just disturbs the vibrational entity of who and what we are. It, it, it creates uh, that feeling of tension and stress. My gosh, we're in such a pursuit of something that is non-real, money. Yes, it's real because it's become our reality. But in truth, it is really not real. My Hopi friends, my medicine men in 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 in, in Hauteville used to say, uh, Martin, John, why do you so worship money? You can't eat it. <laughs> yes, it's true. We can't eat it, but we, we can buy food by having money. <coughs> but the money itself is... Uh, just a really a form of energy. It's a form of energy. It's a symbol for power. It's truly a symbol for power. And once that symbol of power becomes too great, we we bow down and worship it because we want that same kind of power. So it's just ourselves, that shadow, that person deep within our conscious unconsciousness that desires that relationship. But truly, I know so many wonderful people that are living in such... I, I hate to say beatific, but it's a peaceful, loving environment without having much more than what they need. But it's really getting to that question of 
what do you truly need? That sense of security. And that sense of security doesn't necessarily come from the outside. It comes from the inside. Mm -hmm. And that's what we love, to empower people with that experience of feeling that which is within them, that they can hold as their truth. Um, And and don't mistake me, I, I don't find anything wrong with money unless it becomes the primary substance for a few and too little for the many. We have to find the equilibrium in in that in that order in that the balance in that balance. Yeah, well, I think when money becomes God, then that's that's when it's a problem. Well, Mammon is one of the most devious ones of the gods. If you know anything of Mammon, it's a pretty self-destructive god that that Midas found very <laughs> undesirable after he found it desirable and 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 had the gift of turning everything to gold. And believe me, don't trust anybody that believes in nothing but gold. <laughs> There's no balance there. <laughs> there is none. It is all a vertical thrust to the highest point of nothingness. And so finding your inner self, one thing that you you have created, you guys have just put out the lotus cards, which are fascinating, and then the mandalas, which is what Amy was talking about earlier. So the cards have different uh, different words, different symbols, uh, different phrases and descriptions that help one to uh, identify their inner self. Well, is that correct? It, well, in a, in a sense, it is. It, uh, the definition of cards, I, I tend to see them as discs, small mm-hmm. discs, and the mandala meaning wheel. And therefore, the wheel, these little discs that represent a wheel of change. So within this circle, if you understand the circle being the perfect entity of no beginning and no end, it just continues to turn and turn and turn as time does. And, and, and we are in this, um, in this movement of time. And with using these discs, we are able to see ourselves and relate to ourselves in a very different way than we would normally think. So it disturbs the thought pattern into a different direction for just a slight moment and asks, how do you feel about that? I mean, what's your reaction to, let's say, that symbol, that archetypical symbol? So you have to create your own impression of that. And and there is a word. What does that word mean to you? What does that phrase mean to you? And then maybe even what does the statement mean to you? And if you find a direct or indirect association to this, you learn a little bit more about yourself and can relate that perhaps to the very moment, the present, which is in fact non-existent, but we call the present situation what your immediate reaction is. That moment of click, that moment of aha, that moment of, hey, that's interesting. This is what the mandalas evoke. And it's for you, to you, and it's just what you think it means. We, this is unlike any of these other oracle or what, what do you call them, tarot or any of the divinity cards, animals, whatever. They all want to tell you something, all right? This disc, these discs ask you the question. It becomes a mirror of self-reflection. And the beauty with this particular method is that there's a, an initial meditation that um, 
we, we guide people through, which opens a pathway inside in a really unique way, which offers them insight immediately, even without using the mandalas. Just this meditation will open a pathway of awareness and connection that's unique to them. We know how to ask the questions, um, but they, they find the, their own answers. So it's very self-empowering. And then every mandala that's chosen in a specific position, because there's five specific positions that we use initially, um, are in direct relationship to that meditation. So the layers and the depths and the um, connections happen so quickly um, that they just walk, even though it could be in another situation, like um, a stressful or a, a memory that they just wanted to keep repressed for a long time. If it comes up because of the association, it comes up in a very interesting way where they're, they're smiling and they can be crying and, and it's the emotions that's connected to it, but it's all energy that's moving. But the space is so sacred and so safe that it's, it just, it's so natural. That it's like, oh, of course. And and we wow. often <laughs> and we often get stuck in one of these areas. It's called the mind. The monkey mind. The mind oh, is yeah. constantly blah, 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 blah. all the time we're trying to think our way out and, and understand what's going on and figure out what we're gonna do and is this right and is this wrong? And all of this is going on within the mind. Okay? We seem to have disregarded the other aspects of ourselves. And it's time, it's time right now for to remind yourself that there are other aspects about yourself that are at play. I mean, feelings is a very base form of knowledge. How you feel affects that mind of yours, whether you want to admit it or not. If you don't feel good, something's going on that is causing that dis-ease. And unless you get an ex explore what that is how are you going to embrace it uh, believe me you can never re despite what some people say let go of all these fears and uncertainties they stay with you and they stay with you in that mind that reminds you that you have to stay with it because I am in control until you go to sleep and then what happens? You go to sleep, and then what do you do sometimes? Not all the time, but sometimes you dream. Well, where does that reality come from? I mean, that is something that you're experiencing. And any experience I call a moment of reality. So in that dream, what is that reality telling you? What is it reminding you of? What have you processed? What do you remember all through your life? You hold that memory in your mind, and that memory directs your motivation. It decides, okay, I don't want to put my hand in that fire anymore because I remember I got a bad feeling from that. Okay, so if you can control those energies, you control those fundamental principles of that memory, you can set yourself free with a new motivation, a new reason to do something. A new inspiration. By gosh, I woke up this morning. I feel like I'm ready to go. Until your mind reminds you, you got to be at work again today. 
And then you go, oh, God, yeah, the same old routine over and over. Am I a robot already? I'm a cyborg for some other institution. I'm not doing what I love. I'm not doing what brings me joy, but I'm doing what allows me to survive. My heavens, think about that. You're doing something only to survive. We're here to love, enjoy, share, and feel wonderful about life. That's the purpose of life. If you choose pain instead of pleasure, you're making the wrong choice. So looking at the lotus, how would some, let's let's walk through that because it may be something that's, uh, just to inform the listeners a little more what it's about, how it can help them, how it, how it brings out those insights to one's inner self. Well, it, that it, it, it's a it's a process it's a technology that has a uh, a certain uh, geometric relationships one one thing has a relationship to another but we very rarely see them connected we always divide them into different aspects well i'm feeling i'm thinking i'm remembering i'm doing you know whatever it is we 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 tend to separate the aspects of ourselves from, from each from one another okay they're all connected we show in some ways as you get deeper into it the relationships so we basically start a person off with the most simplest path possible how do you feel what do you think what do you remember and then what do you do and 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 just creating those four steps passing through the middle always passing through the essence of what we consider to be our present situation what is affecting us right now? Once we get a handle on that, then we can expand that out to see what's blocking us and what's accelerating us, and then what our conclusions are in in manifesting those aspects so that they are in balance. But until we understand those dimensional relationships and those connections, we're just lost in the woods. We're just bumping into things that maybe give us immediate gratification and, and then find that those gratifications are not very lasting. I mean, yeah, I can go out and have a beer or two, but God, I still wake up with a hangover. You know, it's, it's, it, whatever it is that we're doing, we have to get back to the essence of life, and that is love. So the fundamental purpose for all this is to determine what it is that is your gift to bring into this world, and that is what the love is that you gift to the universe as a thank you for this experience. We have only that creation of that creator to give gratitude for because it has taken us billions and billions and billions and billions of years to have this singular experience, and and we must be grateful for it. Amen. So looking at that, so if someone is stuck, you know, I've had had elements and, and periods of time being stuck and trying to find out the, the true meaning of, of myself. And so looking at that and going through the process and talking with you guys over the years, that's been something that has been very fulfilling and is provided, you know, has brought out some of those answers from within myself, which has been amazing. And then looking at the Lotus now, which is, is a new thing that you have available for people to do that. So you have this stack of disc, and which are brilliantly colored, just very colorful, vibrant. 
uh, we get that. And then, Amy, how do we, we have two two sides, and I'm still learning this, so mm-hmm. that's why I want you to further enlighten me. But we, we have the, the blue disc, and then we have the, um, the red. Right. So this particular deck of mandalas, we call the lotus mandalas, and they are to help us um, find and rediscover our beliefs and convictions about ourselves. Um, this is not in a religious sense, or this is our relationship with ourselves, because we develop our beliefs f- from the time we're in utero, <laughs> basically. Um, the vibrational imprints, the comments, the thoughts, and that's that's pretty common understanding. So this helps us to really get to the core. Who are we? You know, and why are we here and what do we love? So the blue mandalas are a reflection of the water element. Um, and in this particular system, the water element would reflect those memories from our past. And there are 14 um, different mandalas that each have a unique word, a unique phrase, a unique archetypical symbol and message. Um, so when we select a, mandala, a water mandala in our pattern, we are also feeling that connection and reflection to how that message reflects our beliefs from the past. The maroon mandalas, there's 34 of those in this particular deck, and that they are, reflect a step-by-step progression of how we develop our sense of conviction and belief. So as those mandalas show up in different positions, um, they offer us a deeper insight into that specific personal and, energy. And, and some of those specific energies are defined as what you do, what, what do you consider your functional purpose, what, what are you, who are you, what, what do you do? Are you a carpenter, are you a banker, are you, who are you, what, what, what is it that you do? that identifies your beliefs in yourself. And then how do you share that with other people? Your 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 work crew, your staff, your all those people that are involved in all that uh, business of doing. And then you have the bigger view, the communal, the world, the global view of how do I in what do I do about this bigger thing called the 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 community of man. What do I do about the environment? What do I do about the poor? What do I do about those that are not as maybe? What? How do I interact with all those three aspects of my doing in believing that that's who I am? My conviction of myself. And that water gets really down deep into that cellular aspect that you carry around with you all the time. That, that knowledge that is, is very deep and that, that gives us this, this spiritual essence of being. And when you put those two things together, you see how they relate and how they contrast with each other, how they're in synchronicity, how harmonic they are, or how dissonant they are. And it's all up to you to know yourself. No one else has the responsibility that you have for yourself. So what we're doing right now is introducing the the use of the mandalas at different levels. So people can use them personally with the directions that are provided. 
Um, very simply, you could do just this, the meditation initially and then select one mandala. And that would be a, a very basic pinpointed reflection of your current situation. You could select four additional mandalas in the diff- in the four different patterns which show, or the four different positions, which would offer you a reflection of the balance. So you could see how your feelings balance your thoughts, your memories balancing your actions. Um, you could, so those are the personal uses. We also um, suggest, and we're working with people to become facilitators, because as John was just <laughs> mentioning, the depth to which these questions can go, um, it's unlimited if you understand or when you understand the method, the methodology, and how to ask the questions, and how to see the relationships, and how to take comments out of, or sentences out of each mandala, and, and redirect it, and work with the energy, because there's so much here. Um, that, that, and that's a learned process. So when, when you work with a facilitator, you get to go a little, you get to go deeper. Um, and in the most simple way, you're in a classroom, and the teacher asks you a question. You answer it. The teacher doesn't. The facilitator is the one who asks the questions mm-hmm. in a Socratian way, in a in a deeper way, because they understand that pro, that process or that methodology. So they understand that, so they can do that with another to heighten and deepen the experience. Because sometimes we don't know the questions to ask ourselves, right. even though they're right <laughs> before us, even though they're staring us in the face when we wake up in the morning. Well, what am I going to do? You know, the answer is not there. So sometimes we have to be jogged into a different reality or a different paradigm to come up with that question. And, yeah, what, I, what is the meditation? Oh, go ahead. Amy. Yeah, I, I just want to share an example of this. Um, when we first started using these with people, John and I would facilitate. And the depth to which people were going, they were like, oh my gosh, this was like two years of therapy. Now, I want to be very clear, John and I are not therapists, we're not counselors, and we don't claim to be. Legal disclosure. <laughs> but you are your the, best healer. The opinions of John and Amy right. Cammy are not endorsed <laughs> yes. by the, the... Right, we're not claiming to be anything that we are not. From the law firm of <laughs> right. Schwartz, Schwartz, and... However, but... but are from the Psychological Society and, of the but, Freudian world. Yeah. No. I do, we are very responsible. And we were very, um, when people were saying, oh my gosh, you cannot share this with people because it just takes them so deeply, so quickly. You can't just sell these. <laughs> and so we really went through a process of discernment. How are we going to share these? Um, and really, it wasn't until I, I laid out a pattern one night and I looked at it and I'm like, okay. And my mind, our, the mental energy keeps us so protected from ourselves on so many different levels and in so many different ways. I mean, nine times out of 10, people are probably thinking that they're feeling, you know, that was one of my things. Oh, yeah, I'm, th- I'm, I'm feeling this, but I was thinking that I was feeling I wasn't really feeling it. And so I would look, I looked at my pattern. And I'm like, Oh, man, I know there's something I know there's more here. I know I can't find it. I can't get there. I, I'm going through the process I'm doing. The, and so I asked John to facilitate for me mm-hmm. the next day. And it took me to a totally different. So he level. saw something you didn't Absolutely. see. You were you were too close to the Absolutely. situation. Yeah. So I said, okay, if I can't do this, I'm not worried about anybody else. 
<laughs> well, but it's helpful for even the beginner. We call we call the process. Uh, in fact, it, the wanderers become travelers. Okay, and everybody is wandering out there trying to find solutions, trying to find answers for themselves. So if they commit themselves and say, "Hey, I want to go in a direction to discover what it is that I need to resolve for myself," they become a traveler. They read. They talk to other people. They do this, that, and the other thing. And one of the processes they can use is is this the, this mandalas the these help guide you on a little journey with yourself it's like taking a, a, a friendly affirmative trip mm-hmm. there's nothing negative nor devious nor nasty about any of these unless you want to make it that but if you don't want to make it that these are beautiful reflections of just an idea for a moment of something for you to consider about yourself. And sometimes the brain needs to break that pattern, that road of continually going to the same place, the same time, expecting different results. When they don't happen, you wonder, why is this happening to me? Because sometimes it takes a nudge. It takes a little push to something else to discover. That's the beauty of these things. They they act as a gentle push, get going, move in the way that you would love to love yourself. So the uh, meditation at the beginning, I mean, we went through this uh, the last week, but mm-hmm. to, to let the audience know. So what, what is the meditation? So it starts with the meditation mm-hmm. and, and what is that and what's the, how does that get one grounded? Do you want to do it? We... I think you do. Just great. do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just walk through it real quick. Yeah, yeah, great. We, and we'll, we we'll have the audio, but it'll try. give yeah, yeah. people a, a better idea. And it's it's yeah. a great experience. I've, I've really enjoyed it and p- purchased a deck. And yeah, it's great. So I'm looking forward to using this, you know, taking the time to, mm-hmm. to utilize it more and really reflect. So be, let, be, because it all has to start within you. And Amy yeah. has a beautiful way of evoking that for yourself. Okay, so Ken, you've got the piece of paper and pen, so we'll do the meditation, but you get to write yours down because okay. then you Everybody can select your mandala. Everybody should get a piece of paper and pencil <laughs> and write it down. Okay, so if you're listening and you want to participate, you get a piece of paper and, um, and a pencil. We, we begin with three deep breaths and I'll just describe how we like to breathe. Um, if you lower your chin to your chest and then we inhale through the nose, tilting the head backwards as far as is comfortable. We hold for eight heartbeats, and then we exhale through the mouth, lowering the chin back down to the chest. We'll do that for three times, and then after the third time, keep your eyes closed, and I'll offer some prompts. Um, And then if something happens, great. If nothing happens, that's fine. Just keep your eyes closed until I say, in your own time, open your eyes. Everybody got their pencil and paper now. So we're going to do it together. We'll start breathing. Let's... Put your head to your chest, your chin to your chest, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Inhale through the nose, tilt the head upward. And hold. Exhale through the mouth, lower the chin. Inhale through the nose. Now from this place of stillness, Allow a color to emerge. See it. Feel it. Hear the word of it. However you experience color, allow it to emerge.
So everybody will be, their eyes will be closed and they'll be looking for a, a color to appear. Squeeze it's, your eyes a little tighter if you can't see immediately a color. Squeeze your eyes tightly. The color. And I'm seeing a little bit of it like a yellow tinge. Uh -huh. So now from this color, allow a shape or an image to form. seeing a, a bit of a diamond kind of like layers so it's almost like a star and now listen for a single word and then listen for a short phrase or sentence And in your own time, open your eyes and write down your color, right shape. So yellow, and then a, a diamond shape. Word. And then faith. And phrase. Uh, have faith in oneself. Beautiful. Okay. And so, then, so then we would ask and have a conversation about, so how does that color, shape, word, and phrase reflect where you are right now? within your relationship with yourself because so often we place our perspective on the outside what's happening mm -hmm. in our world you know the specific situations this is all about turn the mirror turn the mirror mm -hmm. get back yeah. inside so so i think the yellow can sometimes symbolizes cowardice or fear so we'll look at that as, as it, fear uh, in, okay in, and, our, and, in our definition of this process we use a spectrum of color which is a again a, a aspect of time the red is the lowest vibration or the spectrum that uh -huh. moves the slowest wave through the universe yeah and it goes from red and i'll go quickly through not all the colors of the spectrum but just go from red to let's say gold or yellow to green to blue and then to dark purple indigo mm -hmm. then back to red and i'm i'm cutting out the two black black is another color mm -hmm. and so is white another color and that is the transition between the highest frequency and the lowest frequency. So when somebody has a color, we would offer them a, another reflection. We talk, We would ask you specifically first, what is your relationship with those? Mm -hmm. okay. So your relationship gotcha. with yellow would, it was cowardice and fear Maybe. on yeah. some level. Yeah. All right. And then do you have a relationship with diamond? Not really, no. Okay, but we would ask specific questions okay. so that you yeah. would actually see. So maybe the see. diamond would, be, would relate towards money or some kind of wealth. Okay, Could that be. would be one way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then and Of faith. course, this will be a, this is an abbreviated version. Absolutely. So Yeah, and if obviously. other people are trying to do that out there, it's very difficult for us to give you the right. exact Right, well, we're just example. giving an example. Yeah, so, so then they know you, the process. Yeah, using they can you try the on their own. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, we, so after we talk about your color, shape, word, and phrase and your relationship with all of those aspects, um, we would offer an, an additional insight into right. the color and to where that vibrational, where it fits on the vibrational spectrum of this particular methodology. Mm -hmm. And yellow in this particular process is a reflection of action. And the air element. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah, so that your makes inspiration sense. is, you know, present. Yeah. In, in, in as you know, your, your word was fear of cowardice. And your balance to that is your inspiration or your energy of innovation or ideas. Yeah. And lately I've, I've felt relatively uninspired in, okay. in certain aspects well, and 
maybe it's winter time. Maybe it's a lot of reasons, but but and so then, maybe that has something to do with that action does. and inspiration. Okay. And the word faith, and have faith in oneself. Mm-hmm. That is how does that relate to action and work? So we would we would make connections because yeah. those are all connected. Oh, definitely. And I, I think that faith is uh, when you have that faith, then you're going to take more action. You're going to go for if it's, you know, we talked about money. Money is not something that's the most important thing to me, but you know I want to have sure, value for sure. my time, of course. Definitely. And uh, and so, but I think the fact that I want to do good with others—that sometimes that whole money thing provides just a lot of discomfort. And then we would also go into the shape, the diamond, a little bit more, and yeah, and asking more questions about you know the qualities of a diamond or. I'm going to say something. I don't know why, but I've been asked to say this. Money is not in itself an evil. It it is an energy that is dispersed to create abundance and to create opportunities. It creates joy. It creates (laughs) inheritance. Money becomes only corrupted when it becomes, uh, I don't know where I got this from, the, the coin of the dragon. Oh, that's a good analogy. The coin of the dragon is to gather it all and sit on it. Yeah. Keep it all for yourself. And anybody that wants just a little coin, burn them. Mm -hmm. No way. This is mine. You remember that? Keep your hands off of my stash. (laughs) You know, and it becomes an obsessive degree of fear. It's survival, that fear of survival. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it's so, always, and, and I just want to let the audience know that it's always, I found these conversations and these insights and working with John and Amy and having this facilitation is just so amazing. So I just want to put that out because this experience is something that others can experience as well. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. And, yeah, and the joy is just the, to us. It's <laughs> the deepening of the conversation. It's the yeah, deepening yeah. of the connection. It's the oh, expansion yeah. of the perceptions. And it, Be- yeah, and it's the relationships that we forge yeah. with others. It's, we need each other to survive. Man, we can't do it alone. We need the community of souls mm. working for that ultimate divine gift, and that is the celebration of all. Yeah, and that's what we talked last time. That was some somewhat in my work. It's all right if if there's no if nobody around to help, then I'll do it on my own. And then you get to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get down. to a point where it's it's good that you're taking the action and you're doing things and creating, but it gets to the point where if you completely push out others or you, you just, you think that, okay, I've done it myself this long. It's just not fulfilling. And and that's where I think I've, I've hit with my work. And, and I, and that's why I think with this podcast, it's nice to be able just to put that out because there's could be other people out there that are dealing with the same thing that just haven't had that epiphany, haven't, haven't discovered that from the inside. So that's part of the, part of the purpose of this podcast for those who are listening and maybe not have picked up on that this is truly a process of transformation we are living in a transformative period time is transforming before our eyes and we have the opportunity to become part of that transformation if we don't stop it and we could stop it by falling into that darkness of that darkness of our fears yeah so let's continue with you so we have yellow diamond faith have faith in oneself beautiful okay 
And we could go farther, deeper in, in conversation, but we won't right now. Yeah. So right now, uh, you have a pool of mandala discs yeah, so what we in did, front of you. So we you took the disc and we spread them out in a circular type pattern. Mm-hmm. So they're on the on they're like the table a pool. Yeah. And you now just take your left hand and put, put it over and just find the one. And we use the left hand because it's closest to the heart. And just find the mandala that wants to be selected. And then we turn it over and have you look at just the, the symbol okay. first. Because these archetypical symbols offer us the opportunity to, to listen and to perceive without any thought involved. It's just the, that image. Mm. What do you see in the image? So the image is a star. <laughs> what kind of star? Uh, not a star. Uh, you know what? I don't know. It has a diamond in there, a diamond in the form of a, mm-hmm. of a, like a, the home plate of, of yeah. baseball. Is it like the, the, the five-pointed star, right? Five-pointed yeah. star, yes. Okay. So a couple triangles, uh, you know, in there as well is like the, uh, the Star Trek <laughs> insignia. <laughs> yeah, uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, so that's in there as well. So looking at that, that could be, I don't know, universe. Uh, and, and when I was seeing the diamond, there was like, it's almost like the star where there was a pattern around it that I couldn't quite make out. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot uh-huh. when people have a, have a, an image or a shape that comes to them in the meditation. They often find many of those similar images reflected in the mandalas that they select. That's, that's super cool. And so the first one that we draw is... That would be, a reflect, that would be the center. Um, oh, is this a center? Is this how the universe? Well, it's, it, yeah, it's how the universe can look at your situation. Oh, right, because it's the pool, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're just, we're just doing one today. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what is what is the word? And so, what's the word? And the word is hope. Ah. And then we would ask, how does well, hope? Yeah. We, yeah. What is that? How does hope relate to your color, shape, word, and phrase? Uh, well, I think when there's there's fear involved, I mean, hope is the opposite of fear. So when we have that, um, if we have hope, then that um, shines the light and it it, sh- it drowns out that fear. Mm-hmm. And it and it's the phrase, I know I'm jumping ahead, mm-hmm. but I thought this stood out. So trust your faith and vision to be your guide. Mm, look at that. What was so your word? It was faith and have faith in oneself. And yes. your vision, Ken. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, really cool. So now this is... In in this particular exercise, this is the center, or is this? Well, this is the universal, the universal. Yeah. Okay, word so, for you right now. Okay. Yes. So, and it's have faith in yourself. And, and then, why don't you go ahead and read the message, just to really give them an idea. The Definitely. So what is asked for is a solution to be a problem, a ray of light that will lead you to a pathway of deliverance. Shift your perspective and renew your faith in yourself. The light within you is your strength. Be not blind to the necessity to take action, which you've talked about action with the, the color yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, depend upon your faith and vision for the dawning of this new day. The light of truth emerging within you becomes your belief that will guide you toward your future. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And How did that make you feel, Ken? Just just arbitrarily. I mean, just... I mean it's kind of maybe it's taking the easy route to say hopeful, okay. to, to know things are going to be all right, to have that ease, mm-hmm. um, to... Yeah, just just kind of ride the wave and and shut shut off the mind and and you know let the actions, uh, yeah, let the actions speak or let the actions guide. And then we would ask if there was a specific sentence or phrase or uh, you know something that pops out because sometimes, often when people read these, like one sentence goes, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, I think shift. Um, <clears throat> 
shift your perspective and renew your faith in yourself. So the renewal, yeah. Well, that's, that, see, that's a little affirmation that you can carry for the rest of the day, Ken, to maybe minimize this uncertainty that you're experiencing perhaps at this time. So all of this is very affirmative. All of this is very loving. All this is very gentle. And it urges you simply to recognize you as the center of all things. After all, there's nothing more important than yourself. And just to remind the listeners, this this particular deck has 34 um, maroon mandalas and 14 water mandalas. So this is not just an arbitrary selection. I mean, it's not like every single one of these mandalas would have been that in alignment. Yeah, and this this one is a maroon one, and it's it's uh, has the number 20. <laughs> so there are so many layers of insight and connection within these um, these particular mandalas that it will meet you they meet you where you are um, and they will take you where you want to go <laughs> if you're willing to travel if you're willing to take that trip to yourself and find those aspects of yourself that you've perhaps forgotten or repressed so now I've collected the mandalas, and so we have them in one stack, and it's in my left hand, correct? Is it supposed to be left hand Oh, are we going to go? Right we're going to keep going? Yeah, let's, let's keep going. We, oh, really? If, if you you, wanna... if you have the time, <laughs> I have the time. You're going to get your audience okay, cool. to know a little bit more about you. Here. <laughs> you know, that's, that's fine. As I said, that's why I did. That's why I do this. And, uh, you know, with the, the documentary, which hopefully I'll do get further with you know that's this I, I think it's good to to put it out there and then because somebody this may provide an answer or the pathway to to join you guys to to try this to have have some help from, from when them. you believe the patience will reward you when you believe the patience will reward you it's nothing that you can push into the universe because the universe has to open to you. So that message of the universe is opening you to this opportunity to believe in that faith that you have within you. So it opens to you. At least that's what I think you read. Yeah, definitely. So now if you would like to select five more, which gives a balanced perspective of your current situation. We hold the mandalas in your left hand. Okay. You take your right hand and take a stack as if you're cutting them and put it under. Okay. We do that three times. Place the mandala. Shakes it all up. Yep. Gets, gets clears the energy. The energy. Uh-huh. It it. Put the stack to your left. Gotcha. With your right hand, take a grouping. Move it over to your right. With your left hand, pick the first center left mark. Hand. Yeah, he, that's right. I did what, the right hand to the, take the grouping. And uh-huh. now get the it's, left. A brain, it's a brain thing. Yeah. Go ahead and put it in the center and then take that left group okay. of mandalas, put it over here. I know it sounds a little confusing right now. We're going to do a video so you can see it. But. Yeah, you'll see it. So what I did was, yeah, I had the stack. Now I have one that's okay, in now the center. He's going to turn it over and he's going to see the center mandala and focus on the symbol. Yeah. And we may have, uh, this may be a little abbreviated. So yeah. you'll get when, when you're working with John and Amy, it's a... You know, there'll be a little more focus. Put I just on hope this, this isn't boring your your listening audience <laughs> with our. It's okay. So the, we'll, we'll try. So this is a, like a, a goal. So it looks like a soccer goal. Mm-hmm. That's the symbol. He's looking at the symbol, yeah. and then the word is. And the word is strength. 
And the phrase? Uh, you embrace the peaceful warrior within. Beautiful. Mm. And so we would reflect mm. how those um, that relates to hope, your mm-hmm. first card, and then your color, shape, word, and phrase, because it's all connected. Yeah, and I think with anything, we're, you know, the peaceful warrior. So to do good in the world, I think at times you, you have to be a warrior, because that's kind of the opposite of what we're seeing right now and this reflection of, of a lot of the things that are going on. It seems like it's one of those situations where, oh, well, all this bad stuff, you know, why why be good when, you know, those are, who are rewarded are the ones that are cheating and lying and this and that. So that could be the uh, I, perception. I want to warn you and your listeners, this could take, if we went to the depth that we could with this it could take anywhere from an hour an hour and a half yeah of time. we're not going to do that right <laughs> now <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean because there's a lot of things within that ken uh, so if we want to just touch on the headlines well let's why don't we just read the center and then what we'll do is we can select the other positions for ken yeah. so that he can go into this himself afterwards okay, um but let's just read the center the message here for this center gem which is reflection of your personal current situation this is good this information is something someone can take so the angry trout the angry child within you demands that others respond to your wants and needs listen to these cries and expression of your deepest fears do not reject or deny those who do not respond to these demands find the compassion within yourself to accept these fears as part of the wholeness of who you are true strength comes from the unification of every aspect of yourself and creates the peaceful warrior within I think that's appropriate for about everybody right now, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and looking but, at that with the, the yellow, that my first thought was yes. like fear. Yes. And dealing with the fear and having the faith to overcome See, it. how many ways that you can find that this relates to you because it's significant in those relationships that you create for yourself. And what we found as we're sharing this with other people, mm. and in, mm. there's uh, there's collective experiences that we can and do. I'm going to go ahead and yeah, while she, you're talking, go. Yeah, perfect. Go um we, we have what we call friendship links, where we literally collect, create a collective consciousness. And what we're finding, especially in the last month, certain mandalas um, continue to show up uh, repeatedly. And it makes sense because we're all connected on this collective unconscious. So we may think that we're alone, but we're all experiencing similar things in our unique ways um but it it was just a a beautiful awareness especially when the sense of hope leaves our inner self i'm not saying it's okay well oh my gosh i'm sorry the next card fell upon ken just turned over um, a water mandala in the position of the South, which is our feelings, and this is one of those mandalas that have, it has been showing up in everybody's personal yes. um, patterns. In the last two weeks, this has been a very, ever since the things have become what they are, and there's a certain loss of hope for many people. So the word is renewed. And the symbol is the the ankh, the split ankh, which we talked about mm-hmm. last time. Oh, you you got that in your last pattern too, didn't you? You know, I yes. did have that. Yes. I believe I did. Yeah. yeah, but in a different position. Yes. And and the and the phrase is uh, the phrase is pause, refresh, and take action. So once again, action. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about but that. But that pause and refresh is yeah. important before you do that. Yeah. With those feelings. Yeah. Definitely. So we have that, and that's in the. 
So strength is in the center position. Then renewed is in the emotional, s- physical, the yeah. emotional, the physical. Feeling. So the so below it in the southern. So we'll go ahead mm-hmm. and shuffle again. And as these words and these phrases and these messages, um, these were all gifted uh, through John's connection with his guides, higher self, whatever you want. There's no name for that kind of energy. Um, but we, it was not something that we created. We did not sit down and say, oh, let's create, let's put, yeah, let's, let's, put let's something make something up. That will work this way. <laughs> it did not work that way at all. Okay, um, and this one. Goes in the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we put this in the top mm-hmm. position. Let me turn it over for you. Yeah, please. Okay. Opportunity. So, and then it is uh, the symbol, I'm sorry, the symbol first is an arrow that's pointing upward. Mm-hmm. So with the, with the arrow is moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forward momentum. Forward and upward. And this position. Yeah, upward and onward. The, this position is the position of our thoughts and our awareness. So it's how opportunity then balances this. Um, the, the feelings here, the renewed well, going through the center. People are hard to understand all these references right, that I we're making here, but right. But they get the they hopefully they are, are getting a sense. Basically, of, basically yeah, it sets up a a pattern, a pathway. I like to call it a pathway of self discovery. Okay, we set our present, we go down to our feelings, we bring those feelings up to our present situation, and then we, and then we allow our mind to accept that message and or become from, aware of it. Or become aware of it, and then well, that's in the mm-hmm. same sense then it, then we evoke the memories so you want to do an, um yeah and then so i'll give the phrase real quick while i which is through. a composite of all of our thoughts that we hold within us memories and those f- patterns and tapestries that we create of our being and the phrase for for the opportunity was the um, this ending is but a new beginning all right so another blue and that's to the left of strength which is the center Mm -hmm. and the symbol is it's a triangle pointing downward that looks like it has legs <laughs> so, uh, yeah, or, it's like a, or like a little frog, a frog. I like yeah, it. Kinda, metamorphosis yeah kind of looks like a frog <laughs> and uh, the word is pleasure mm. and then the phrase here is enjoy the calm waters of your success have you taken time to do that Ken you know I, I don't think fully no well why not I'm starting to. I'm starting to. So I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things that uh, I, for myself that you have to keep working. It's um, or that that success isn't or, or really the definition of success, because sometimes looking at my own life, I think, well, I'm a failure. You know, things haven't worked out like I planned when really when talking with others, they're looking at why wow, you have a pretty good life. You know, these people, you travel, you do this. And, and by looking at that, it's. Yes, yes, it is. So it's it's not not looking at like you said the thoughts in your head and the the things that that you expect because that doesn't always happen. What is the phrase? The phrase is enjoy the calm waters of your success. And that would be directly related. We'd ask, and how does that relate to renewed, <laughs> which is in the south with his feelings? Uh, with that, I think it's uh, renewed as far as looking at things in a different light. Like the success is already there, and that if you. <laughs> 
embrace that, then that allows for more things to happen versus fighting it and thinking like, oh, this is no good, this and that. Then it creates these blocks. It, it blocks the flow. And then, yeah, and then nothing new is going to happen. Nothing good is going to happen because good things are already happening and one is looking at those as they're not. So then it, yeah, it's just is a Is there anything block. wrong with accepting the goodness and the wondrous things that you've done, Ken? Yeah. Is there, is there something wrong with you remembering those beautiful things that have happened? We, we ran into this situation with my wife. She couldn't remember what joy she could remember because oh, she was so tied yeah. into that aspect of, well, I'll let her answer it because my perception was just breaking that mirror, uh, allowing her to see something beyond what we get stuck in sometimes. Right. Definitely. Yeah, that is. And, and just listening to conversation, um, part of the facilitator's role in using these mandalas is to listen to the comments, listen to the statements. Mm-hmm. And so I would suggest, because a lot of the just the last dialogue had to do with an, the outside mm-hmm. results, I would suggest right turn, it, turn the mirror and turn it in. Turn the mirror and turn it in. And how does pleasure, does, it doesn't relate to what's happened out there. It's your relationship with yourself. And so that's really a, it's a shift of perception and a shift of paradigm to wait. Oh, wait a minute. I don't mean to say it out there. Okay, now now repeat those words in relationship to myself. And it, and it opens other pathways. It opens other ways that we can relate within yeah. ourselves. Well, it's almost just this crazy funhouse mirror where there's mm-hmm. so many reflections. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, inside, or it's oh like my God, you're yes. thinking of what is what is my reflection? How, right. how am I perceived? Right. And then you're thinking like, oh, I'm perceived as this, or I perceive myself as this. I haven't done this, blah, 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 when really it's all good. And then on the outside, people are saying, wow, yeah, this is amazing. Look, look at the things you're doing, blah, 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 this and that. And I remember you, that picture holding that award that you just won, that Emmy, that it was remarkable. I mean, that was a joyous, really joyous moment. Well, thank you. And and yeah, at times I look at that and it's yeah, like, wow, this is the greatest thing. And it's like, well, I haven't done this. I haven't Uh. done this. So like, (laughs) like the card says is, you know, enjoy the calm waters of your success. Take that moment, enjoy that moment, live that moment and then move on to the next one with that joy, with that energy. So with that, let's find out what that action position mandala would be, and that'll be the last mandala that is selected. Oh, there's another blue. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is is serenity. Oh, and look at the symbol. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got to get the symbol oh, first. So oh. the symbol is uh, ah. two triangles, which uh, essentially look like a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's that two triangles of together. Yours is wow. coming up, isn't That's it? That's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just to let everyone know, like I, I've had limited exposure with the cards, and it was just looking at the first thing that, that pops into, into my head. And it was I wasn't clearly seeing a shape. It was very obscure. But that's the, the first thing that popped into my head that it was that I saw, and it's pretty amazing that this is popping up. So the the word is serenity, and then the phrase is reflect upon the images of your past. All right, Ken. Now is the time to just take a break. 
And, and with the blue, the fact that this is blue, what, what, once again, Amy, what, that's the flow? The blue is a reflection of those memories that we bring into the present. So these three blue mandalas that you've selected in this personal pattern give you insight that your feelings your memories from the past and your actions are all deeply connected to those memories that you're holding mm, within so within yeah, you yeah. within from your past yeah and i'm going to read this one cuz i to see see where it goes it is time it is a time of reflection look into the clear blue green waters as they flow before you see in them the images of your past and remember the value of those relationships feel the peace serenity and comfort within your heart, knowing how all these images of your past have shaped your beliefs about yourself. Now embrace that feeling as you travel into your future and toward the destination you truly love. Hmm. So looking at that, I mean, from, from myself, and that's one thing, at, at times I've, I've looked at the negative aspects and look at how those have shaped me. And without those particular moments or those experiences i wouldn't be who i am today mm-hmm. and that's um uh, that's a pretty darn good thing you are oh, who definitely. you are today well thank you i think so i appreciate that but yeah it's just amazing how and, and one thing you've talked about amy last time you said that these energies so from the la- the one we did last thursday so yeah th- i think it was thursday so I don't do time very don't well. So yeah, well, so it was about a week ago, and that's one thing that Amy had said was like, "Oh, these energies last about a week," and so now yeah. we're here at another one, and yeah. it's like this totally even w- the way I feel and the way I felt coming into it. It was a different energy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I like about this most? What's that, John? It's not about us. It's about you. It's not at all about us. It's all about you. But the fact that there's this shared energy, I know it's, oh, it's yeah, bringing sure. it out, but yeah, the fact that, yeah. that we're experiencing this together, yeah, it's self-discovery, but it's nice to have that uh, have that energy that's surrounded by that that allows for one, I guess, to say blossom. And the beauty for us and for all facilitators, they'll, they'll <coughs> experience this as when, when we're sitting with somebody else, um, you're a mirror for us. Mm-hmm. So... As open and as honest and as clear as you are within yourself, that mirrors us, for us. So we learn and we travel inside ourselves um, with you. Because truly we're all connected. I'm sure many people in your listening audience out there having these same feelings about themselves. And they're identifying with themselves in the same way. It's just that we've lost that collective consciousness to share out there. And in a sense, we've shared this collective consciousness in the airwaves today to whomever hears this. And it's a beautiful thing. Life is a beautiful, magical, wondrous thing. And if we share it, it becomes even more bright and more star-like. And our hope returns, and so does our feeling about ourselves and what we can do to shape our future for ourselves and for others. Outstanding. Yeah. And then so the next step as far as anybody that feels that this would be 
something that will help them discover their inner self. They like self to, and they contact like to discover it. Contact Amy here. She has a website. And in fact, if you go to her website, you'll get a little story about this if you look at it a certain way. And she can direct you to that. We have gatherings at our home, humble as it may be, because we like to live in that state of humility. And in a sense, we have them for anybody that wants to come in for an ex- experience. Yeah. And the, initially, there's uh, there's no charge for that. We just, just love donations. Welcome, yeah, love donations. Excellent. We we welcome them in. We have a little tea and some personal sessions things. right now. Are... Personal sessions take a little bit more time, and we do ask for uh, some remuneration for that. But if they go, um, if the lotusmandalas dot com will take you directly to a page on my website. Um, and right now, amycami dot com has. Um, an option for the origin methodology. How is that spelled? How how do they know to get there? Okay, my website is amycamie dot com, or you can type in the lotus mandalas dot com. Oh, Spell that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put a link on the Thanks. on the show okay. page as well. Yeah, and and um, that'll just take you to that specific page, and you can read about John's um, beautiful story and more information about this methodology. Definitely. And and for those who haven't heard, who didn't listen to the episode with uh, Amy about her music, we, we talked about her wonderful music and had samples and played those throughout the episode. Check that out because she's just an amazing artist. And uh, the music is just one that soothes the soul and will, you know, help take you to to another place bring out the the inner greatness and really let your energy flow and all of the all of the music is inspired because of this methodology and so it's, it's all connected fantastic. and we continue to blend the two together because yes. this is all a, it's all connected a symphony of self that's wonderful any parting you always have have amazing words you're so poetic john let's i want to end uh, now that we've we've got the business out of the way yeah. you know any parting thoughts on just how one can you know find their true selves or what that is or just just a word of knowledge just to just to end the this podcast with know yourself and you will know the keys and the secrets to the universe that's amazing thank you guys it was a pleasure having you here thank you ken
little man.